there, we're on the air, it's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps, and the players bump, and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Hello, Ox Nation, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Horns. I'm your host and voice of the Blue Ox, Jeff Kerr. Before we get started, I'd like to take a minute to thank our podcast sponsors, Walzer Automotive and Nissan Coon Rapids, Great Clips for Hair, RBC Financial, and Chanticleer Pizza Grill. Thank you for your support of Minnesota Blue Ox Hockey. In studio tonight is number 23, Max Beller. Max is a 5'11 defenseman from Sioux City, Iowa. Next to him, 5'10 forward from Cedar Lake, Indiana, number 40, Joe Shaughnessy. And rounding out tonight's podcast is strength and conditioning coach and owner of Power Edge Fitness, Bobby Thompson. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, Joe. It's glad to be here. Great to have you. The man, the myth, the legend behind the voice. I get to meet you finally. <laughs> uh, how you doing, Max Beller? Pleasure, man. <laughs> Hey guys, it's been a few weeks since we've seen each other. Certainly, I'd guess that you guys wish you were off to a faster start, but nonetheless, this is a young team, and you guys are still, I guess, with feeling each other out. Just interested to know, uh, you have, you know, you have to be excited about the future of this team. Yeah, no, I mean, last year we had a bunch of older, older players, a bunch of two or '98s. We had a bunch of '98s last year. Um, this year we're coming in with a bunch of two thousands, '99s, two thousand ones. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of young kids, and we're just trying to figure out uh, all our stuff out right now. Just to follow up on that, what's the chemistry like? What's, what's it like in the locker room right now? Are people uh, staying positive? Or? Oh, yeah, no, everybody's staying positive. Everybody's, it's, it's really one big family down in the locker room. Good. You come to practice every day and hang out with your brothers. Good. That's what it is down there. But. Good, great. Bobby, this is your second year with the team, 15-plus years as a personal trainer. Uh, how do you motivate these guys, you know, they're athletes, uh, how do you motivate them to take care of their bodies day to day? Honestly, I just scare them. <laughs> I think they're all scared of me. <laughs> but, uh, no, we put in a lot of work uh, outside of the workouts, talking about uh, nutrition, talking about rest, talking about recovery, you know. Uh, we have a private group chat that we got going where we can just kind of uh, be ourselves, lay everything out, and, and have the program right in front of us. So how, how many days a week are these guys working out with you? I'd say four for sure, five, uh, depending on how many games they have for the week. And is each day different? I mean, you always hear about having your body rest, right? Rest is important to the body. So are you focusing on different parts of the body each day? Or is there, you know, is there, is there like a classroom feature to what you're performing? You know, as far we talk about nutrition and things like that, what's involved in that? Certainly we have a, a, a strength day where we lift heavy. Um, helps us uh, kind of stay strong, keep the muscle that we have, and prevent injury. Um, we also have two mobility days where we totally focus on uh, stretching and uh, uh, injury prevention and mobility of the shoulders and the, the hips. 
Um, we have a day where we build muscle endurance. And then uh, um, we also just added in some heat yoga here this past week, and uh, we're going to follow that up. We're also uh, looking at some boxing uh, that we're going to be adding to the program as well. So uh, yeah, keeping them busy with something new every day um, in, the, in the four days that I have them. But oftentimes, you know, Fridays before games, I open up the facility. Everybody's in there, in and out of there. So, um, And they do occasionally get homework assignments outside of that. Good. Joe, how do you stay motivated day in and day out? I mean, I got to believe there are days that you wake up and you're like, man, I'm tired. I'd rather stay in bed. I don't want to go to the rink. I don't want to see Bobby. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely some days where you wake up and you just feel like absolute crap. But, um, you know, really it's just being here for the boys, um, wanting to win with them, wanting to push them to be better, um, especially, you know, some of the injured guys – coming back you know you want to be there for them and that's what waking up every morning for me is like is am I going to be here for the boys today so Max how about you uh you know just made a commitment I guess you know just got to keep grinding with it no days off I guess (laughs) and you're probably used to that I mean you've played hockey most of your life and this is you're following I would assume a dream to to go on to play collegiate hockey or do other things and so that has to help motivate you day to day oh yeah for sure Mm -hmm. for sure it does good Uh, Bobby do you develop individual performance goals for these guys or are you really focused on the team as a whole I'd say most of what we do is uh, is at a, on a team as a full. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to they have to function as a unit. We have to function as a unit. Um, we train that way. We uh, uh, fitness test that way. Um, these guys eat that way. Uh, they do things outside of the rink that way. Uh, so that's kind of our primary focus uh, as far as the week's workouts go. Mm-hmm. Do you find that these young athletes, and I call them young, I know they're young men, but uh, do they have a hard time grasping what you're trying to to instill in this I mean nutrition you know I have a daughter who plays college softball and uh, nutrition has always been an issue for for her she doesn't grasp sometimes the importance of what you put into your body is the performance you get out of it is is that important to these to these guys you know something I do right at the beginning of the season you know we don't spend the first week training Um, We do a little bit of testing and some movement stuff, but honestly, I spend the first couple of weeks with the team just mapping out everything other than the workouts. You know, the workouts to me are the easy part, Mm -hmm. Um, so we cover all that, and when something goes fray with a player or or somebody's not uh, feeling like they're at their full potential, well, that's when I have the rifle power now to say, hey, you know what, Uh, I taught you this stuff right at the beginning. We need to go back and review and see what's going on so that you can perform at your Mm -hmm. best. Mm-hmm. So, do you guys are you guys more more motivated by Bobby getting in your ear or coaching your, uh, you know, on the ice, or is Bobby the guy that that kind of puts you guys back on track? Uh, I mean, it's definitely a little bit of both. Yeah. I mean, in, in the weight room, it's definitely Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> don't want to let him down. Yeah, uh, and on the ice, you don't want to let Jared Woodsy down yeah. at all. Yeah, I mean, and Brady too. Yeah. So, so does Bobby have like you know a phrase that he constantly uses with you guys in the in the you know in the weight room or is you know knowing Bobby from what I know of him he's got a lot of good one line one liners I'm sure that he can get under your skin or motivate. Uh, I mean, not really me as much. I yeah. just I kind of come here, put my head down, and do my work. Um, yeah, no, he doesn't really bother me too much when I'm here. Yeah, like you get swear on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> 
Let's fucking go, boys. <laughs> that about sums it up. Yeah. That, that'd probably be the, the go-to right there every morning. Let's fucking go, boys. I love it. I love it. Bobby, do these guys ever, uh, you ever catch them eating like Snickers or ice cream? And, you know, is that a no-no to you? Or do you guys, give, do you have a, do you give them a leeway, a little bit of a break on, on days? I mean, these guys are 16 to 21 years old. You know, uh, they're not going to be perfect. Um, and I tell them, hey, you know, there is a time and place for a Snickers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not now. It's <laughs> after your workout. That'd right. be a perfect time to do right. it, you right. know. Right. Um, so I just give a little suggestion. But, you know, that kind of thing, uh, I, I pick your battles. It's not really unstoppable. So I'm not going to get in the way of every, every little thing and gotcha. get that nitpicky. I don't think they'd like me. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, tell us what a non-game day looks like to you. I mean, specifically as it relates to kind of what we're talking about, but your commitment to play the game of hockey. You know, how much time are you spending in the weight room each each week on ice? Do you watch film? Are you studying for the next opponent? You know, what what what's that day look like? Uh, well, pretty much wake up, come to the rink. We'll work out with Bobby uh, for about an hour and a half. Work out for about an hour and a half, go down to the room, uh, talk to the boys for a little bit, get dressed, head out to practice. Uh, it's usually always a good practice. I mean, not a lot of guys on the team like to uh, lollygag or anything, so that's good. Um, then after that, uh, depends what day it is. Sometimes we'll have court. Uh, other days, we or most of the time, we won't. But, what's, what's court? Uh, it's kind of hard to hard to say right now. Um, it's more more for uh, like finding like say you fall during practice. It's more for like team things like scissors or our our third jerseys last year is how we we paid for those with our fine money. Um, fine money. Now that's interesting. Yeah. Tell me about that, Max. Do you know anything about fine money yet? Oh yeah, the uh, the rookies kind of get screwed on that. Yeah. I think I lost over a hundred bucks already. Really? Yeah. So what do you get? What are you getting fined for? Uh. Rookie sass is a big one for me, you know. I just so don't you're like sassing to take, off to yeah, who? Coaches, to, players? To, to vets. No, never okay, coaches. Never, never coaches or yeah, Bobby. Yeah. Uh, he's a coach. But, yeah. uh, no, just – just. <laughs> so who de- who determines the fine? The, the players? The, the captains? Vet, the vets, yeah. The vets? The vets, oh, okay. yeah. The, the, I guess all the boys. But like, the players. It's more for the vets to have a little fun with the rookies. But yeah, yeah. Other than that. So is there a maximum fine? Yeah, it's uh, usually about a max fine is about five bucks. Five bucks, yeah. Not depending on what depending on what happens. The incident, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like, if you're late for something, yeah. you'll get a max fine. Yeah. So the fine money then goes towards team team things, stuff. That's, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, whether it's food or team jersey. Just want to say I've never been late to anything. <laughs> so it's all Ricky says. Very it's, good. It's whatever. Max, this is your first year at the Blue Ox. You know, how are you adjusting to Minnesota being from out of state? Uh, has there been any surprises along the way? Uh, I can't say that there's been any surprises, no. It's just, it's been a blast just every day with the boys, you know. How did you pick Minnesota Blue Ox? I mean, what, what was your process there? Um, so I was looking at a few different teams, but uh, Jay, Coach Witta, texted me one day after a showcase and said, uh, you know, just him and I just kind of clicked, I guess you could say. And I came up here and checked it out, and I met some of the boys, met some of the captains, and I just loved it here. Junior hockey seems to be – it seems like today you almost have to play juniors in order to go on to play at, a, at the collegiate level. Is that a fair assumption to make at this point? Uh, 
Yeah, I guess for the most part, um, there are a lot of ACHA teams that will take you straight out of high school, mm -hmm. but I feel like this is more of an experience that everyone should have, mm -hmm. really, instead of going right into school. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, personally, like this, these have been the best two years of my life thus mm -hmm. far, and uh, I'm excited for the rest of this year, too. What, what expectations do you guys have of, of, of yourself? I mean, are you shooting for Division Three? Is it Division Two? Is it ultimately a Division One? I, I'm trying to understand, you know, what's in it? You know, what's the drive? Uh, I mean, it's just that's the goal. It's always been to play at a, a higher level. Mm -hmm. I mean, ACHA D2, I, I wouldn't say is a very high level, mm -hmm. but it's higher than most junior leagues. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like, it's just wanting to be on a hockey team. Like, mm -hmm. I love every day coming to the rink and – shooting shit with the boys and all that. Max, kind of back to you, you know, again, first year, but interested to know uh, what it's like on opening night with the lights down, the music blaring, uh, people in the stands. What was that feeling like as a player when you step out on the ice for the first time wearing that sweater? I've never been so nervous in my life. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was shaking. Yeah? <laughs> it was, it, yeah, but it, it was an unreal experience, you know. If I could go back. I definitely would, but we're going to have so many more nights just like that, and I'm looking forward to it. Good. Joe, final year for you in the junior level. Any commitments yet for next year? Uh, not yet. Uh, got some things in the works, but sure. other than uh, not much, no. Really. Do you care to stay home or go home? Do you want to stay in this area? Would you? Uh, it just it's, it's more of uh, trying to stay closer to home right now. Sure. Just considering yeah. how cheap and things will be and yeah. all that. Yeah. Max, you still have actually have a couple years left, obviously, of junior eligibility, but you as well, are you starting to think about the next step in uh, areas of the country or where you may want to uh, play? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I guess I wouldn't mind coming back here for another year, but the goal is Tier 2 or, yeah, sure, Tier 2, I guess, NAL or NCDC, either or. Joe, any advice you'd give to Max playing for his first year in, in the junior level? Uh, just be a good kid, buddy. I mean, help out when people need help. Uh, always keep your head up. Make good passes. Crispy passes, as Jay likes to say. Um, just always keep grinding. Keep your head keep your head up. Keep going. No matter it's whether it's a win or a loss, just keep moving forward. Let's talk a little bit about coaches, right? Jay and, and Woodsy. Um, and Bobby, you probably can speak to them because you're probably closer to them too. But on a personal level, you know, I haven't met two coaches before in my life that seem to be so dedicated to uh, to you guys and making sure that you get to where you want to be. And I think that speaks kudos and uh, a lot to the organization by, you know, bringing people in like Bobby and mm -hmm. um, those type of people just to support that, right? Uh, I got to believe from what I see – Good guys. Uh, Woodsy oh. seems to be the alter ego a little bit. Oh. I hear him on the bench chirping quite a bit from where I sit. <laughs> Woodsy something. Uh, yeah. I, I don't have much to say on Woodsy, no. but he's something. You, you, it's okay to say, guy. I promise you they will not use it against you <laughs> on the ice. I, I really backed myself into a corner here. I mean, Woodsy's great. Yeah. He's, he's kind of quiet out there like during practice. He doesn't have much to say, but you hear him on the bench. I'll let you know. You can hear him on the bench from wherever you are on the ice on so, game day. Speaking of practice stuff, then Bobby, then, like, are you here the whole time during practices and stuff like that? Are you helping with with, with stuff, injuries, or I, I don't know what? I would say for the most part, I'm all off ice. Okay. Um, 
I take uh, I I hit the road with the team every now and then and uh, give them some motivation, make sure they're warmed up. You know, I'm there for some of the injuries. Uh, that kind of thing. Now I watch a lot of the practices. My facility is right above the ice, so. Um, but as far as involvement out there at that specific time, it's just uh, you know I, I do all my emphasis on off ice. Sure, good. Um, I've always wanted to ask somebody like yourself this question, and I'm anxious to hear your answer. But oh boy. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to know how you feel about two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, and onions, all on a sesame seed bun. The three stack? The three stack. You know, I'm more of a fan of uh, heading over and getting the double stack from Five Guys is pretty legit. You're I right. would choose that over the Big Mac any day. <laughs> Very know? good. You guys probably don't even know that jingle because you're probably too young, but that's something I grew up on, and um, I will make it part of the podcast <laughs> so you'll be able to hear the jingle when this airs uh, online. So Wait, yeah. that's a song? It is a song. Like oh. It oh. is, yeah. Two all beef. When did that oh, come out? Sing it. <laughs> yeah, you're probably too young too. Hey, uh, hey. yeah, exactly. Widow will know. He's thirty-seven my age. years young here. Okay? Widow will know. Yeah, he's my age. Anyway, <laughs> was, it, was it a late '80s thing? Yeah, uh, yeah. It was probably even early '80s, to be honest with you. Do you guys remember when they used to keep the cold things cold and the hot side hot? No, no. Another McDonald's thing. What about the Big Mac song where they're going through the drive-through? Big Mac. No. Nobody knows that one? I don't even know that one. See, so you have your age of a Big right. Mac. I had my age of a Big Mac. I'm going to pass the mic. Let's hear yours. I mean, mine's where they just show a picture of a really good burger. They don't have no tune or anything to it. New age sucks. <laughs> uh, I don't speak Italian. Nah. <laughs> uh, favorite song, favorite music? Uh, favorite song, man. I, I don't even come back to me for that one. I gotta, I gotta think about that one. So, do you guys have like you know? Oh, mo- oh, yeah. I mean, you know, most. I grew up playing hockey. I mean, we had the big boom boxes back in the day, but you know, we we listened to hard rock, the kind of the stuff that Jay likes us to play at the beginning of the games. But do you guys have like a team song or something you guys get motivated to? You guys are like EDM in it this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of EDM. Um, uh, the boys really get pumped up to kickstart my heart by Motley Crue. That one really gets the boys going. That would be the reason why Coach Witta has asked us to add that into the rotation. So you'll probably hear that the next Oh, we definitely game. need so, that. Oh, Good. Cool. Uh, Max, what do you think about that national anthem? L- love it. You love it, huh? That's a great answer. I'm telling you right now. How could you not love that national <laughs> anthem? Know. Like, come on. <laughs> if, if you don't love it, then... Okay, I'm sorry. I, I'm not going to lie. It's, I, I kind of hated it at first, yeah. but it's really growing on me. It because, grows because on because you. Because now you hear like a, a, a regular nath- national anthem, and you're like, wait, what is this? Yeah. There's no rock music in this national yeah, anthem. It's boring. What is yeah. going on? Yeah, I would agree with you guys. You know, when I first heard that too, I was like, what is this? But I almost feel it's like become part of the identity of who we uh, are. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you can... You can see it in the other team too when they're standing there. That you can, you know, like, oh my God, here it comes again. But it almost feels like it gives us that home ice. Oh, it's you know, definitely it's, part it's, of the home. It's ice. really about who we are, anyway. I was just gonna say that about it because, like, uh, 
I feel like the other team, it probably gets in their head right away. They're like, what is wrong with these guys' yeah. national anthem right now? Exactly. I'm all thrown off. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Score. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, good. Well, guys, really, I thank you for your time tonight. I know you guys just came from a big pasta feed. Um, before I let you go, though, I do want to have a little bit of fun with you, and I don't care who answers, and maybe all of you uh, can answer, but it's kind of what I call a speed round. And just you got some questions here. Uh, and for the people listening right now, if you could see what I'm seeing, three grown men sitting around the table holding a mic together and trying to determine who's going to answer what. But here we go. I'd like to know, on the team, who is the best singing voice? Who has the best singing voice? That would be me. And that was Max Beller. Beller claims it's him, but we all know I'm the best singer on You're the, the best team. singer? Def. Very Def. Good. Best hair. I would also be me. Hanny. Definitely Hanny. <laughs> My name's not Hanny. It's Max. <laughs> Definitely Hanny with the best hair. All right, whatever. Best dressed. That would, all right, probably not me, but I'm pretty fly. Let's be honest. Uh, Ivari is a pretty good, uh, pretty good dresser for games. Um, yeah, he'd he'd probably be the best dressed. On the What's Ivari's last name? <laughs> good question. Uh, something something Niemi. I know that. Bila Ya Niemi. Yeah, it's kind of like four. Four like L's. They're all together. Exactly. A couple silent. Yeah. Good. <laughs> uh, who gives the best autograph? Bobby Thompson for sure. I don't, I don't know about that one. I mean, probably Nick Mueller. For as many as he gives out, he definitely has to have the best That's one. That's true. That's true. What's his nickname again? Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect. Mr. That's Perfect. Right. The perfect human being. Exactly. That's what it is. Uh, and his worst laugh? Or who has the worst laugh? Definitely Nick Spolik. <laughs> definitely Nick Spolik. <laughs> Spolik. <laughs> Spolik's got a pretty bad laugh. And the best one-liners. Me, 100%. And what would be a good best line, one-liner? Big fan of the 69 jokes, not going to lie. Those those come up pretty uh, pretty often. That's 1969? Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Well, guys, again, thank you for your time. Uh, for more information on Power Edge and Bobby Thompson and where they can find more information on, on – uh, who you are and what services you provide, uh, they can find you at Power Center. Edge Tree. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys, for more information and how Power Edge training might help you. Please feel free to check out Bobby's website at Bobby PowerEdgeTrain.com. And just a reminder to all of our listeners, please check out our website at MinnesotaBlueOxHockey.com for all upcoming games and events. Thanks once again to Joe Shaughnessy, Max Beller, and Bobby Thompson. Thank you to all our wonderful sponsors, and thank you to you, the fans. Until next time, stay happy, stay horny, but most of all, stay excited. Yeah.